to you, EBO. We're going to talk to the VP of the legislation at Right to Work, Greg Murad, about Biden and the UAW voters. Um, I know they recently endorsed him, but a lot of the guys who are part of UAW probably don't like him a whole lot. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm great, Fawn. Glad to be with you this morning. Thanks for being here. Okay, so we did hear that the UAW endorsed Biden, right? Because that's just what labor unions do. They endorse Democrats, right? Uh, That's correct. I mean, I prefer to say that the UAW bosses endorsed Biden because, of course, as we all know, the the majority of UAW workers are not necessarily planning to vote for him. And uh, it is not at all uncommon for the union leadership to to presume to speak for members that really want nothing to do with their politics. And I know you work for Right to Work, so you really believe that you should be able to work somewhere and not be part of the union. But for a lot of places, it doesn't work that way, does it? Uh, no, in an awful lot of places it doesn't. Um, in uh, 26 of the states now, we have right-to-work laws, and in those places, people uh, are free to choose for themselves whether that union deserves their support. And as a result, you tend to find unions that are a lot more responsive to the the needs and desires and interests of their members. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice if, if, your, if your union would actually um, endorse a candidate that is in line with your values wouldn't that be wouldn't that be great instead of just going with the that would be lovely though I, you know, I think most most union members would probably settle for a union that stayed out of politics and just focused on getting them the best possible deal that's consistent with not wiping out their jobs well, how did it get that's that what people way? really want a union for <laughs> how did it get that way though when did when did it become and you know i remember i talked to an elderly man it was probably about 20 years ago now or 15 years ago now and i said do you vote democrat or republican he said i'm a democrat i vote for the working man and I said, yeah, that was like 20 years ago, dude. That's not who they are anymore. And he got very angry with me, but he was a labor worker. And that's just like ingrained in them somehow. Uh, to the ones that, that that accept the union propaganda, absolutely. It's still, it's still uh, they're doing their best to ingrain it in their people. But a whole lot of them are no longer drinking that Kool-Aid. Uh, the shift really happened in 1935 when the unions uh, gained the power of compulsion, the power to tell people you have to pay us and join us whether whether you like it or not. Well, that power came from government, and that means they had to do politics to get it, and they've had to do politics ever since to maintain it. Yeah, and and politics is what it is. We've got Biden um, somehow finding his way to Michigan. I'm sure someone led him there because he probably doesn't <laughs> know where he is. But... Um, his his trip to the UAW it, it was unnecessary because they were going to do the same thing anyway, right? I think it's highly likely they were going to do the same thing no matter what, whether he showed up or not. But showing up lets him uh, portray himself as as a president of the working man, which he isn't. He's not interested in their jobs. He's not interested in their lives. But he gets to take pictures with the union bosses and with some of the rank and file that are loyal to the union bosses and, and create this photo op that makes him look like he's a, he's a man of the working man when really he's a man of the, of the elites and the bosses that, that control those working folks' lives. Yeah, I want the guy who gave up his rich lifestyle to save America instead of the guy who became a politician and got rich. You know, that's, that's, that's the guy <laughs> I want. But um, when it comes right down to it, he's, he's losing ground with some union workers, but he's not losing ground with the unions themselves. At some point, this has to come to a clash, right? 
Well, we certainly hope so. Um, and again, by passing right-to-work laws, we I believe we hasten that clash. That is, uh, when the working folks can, can abandon a union that is spending their money on politics instead of on helping them, mm-hmm. uh, that, that uh, creates a situation where the union bosses have to start getting responsive or they get thrown out of office or their union dies. And that's what right-to-work is really all about, is accountability for that union leadership that has gone for decades now, nearly a century, with no accountability to their own members. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the thing. I'm I'm getting hate mail now. I have nothing against unions. I am I am in support of you being in a union if you chose to form a union and want to do a union. Just don't do like the Chicago Teachers Union where you hold everybody hostage to get your way, that sort of thing, and, and you don't you don't care about the the people you serve, that sort of thing. But what what's happening is even in right to work states, the union numbers are not falling. I mean, they're they're just not. It's not like right to work is trying to kill unions because you still have the option to be in the union. Oh, absolutely, and the union still has the power to bargain. Uh, the only thing the union loses in a right to work environment is the right to demand that people pay for bargaining that they don't want, didn't ask for, and many times feel they'd be better off without. So in the UAW, did you go in and ask them, Lou, who are you going to vote for? How did you come to this conclusion? Uh, well, I mean, Sean Fain admitted it himself that half of his members weren't planning to vote for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little drop in the bucket. There you go. Yeah, it's more of a pee bucket than anything else. But, you know, if, if, if over half are, are going to not vote for Biden, then I guess they're voting for somebody else. Voting for somebody else uh, might be uh, the Republican nominee. It might be third party, uh, but yeah, a majority I think of union members last time out did not uh, vote for Joe Biden. They, they some of them voted Trump, some of them voted third party, but Biden got less than fifty percent. And yet they pay for his election campaign, <laughs> and they they spend unbelievable amounts of of money on his election campaign and. Uh, yeah, it's it's staggering how much how much of their, their dues money they spend on politics. I'm head scratching. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> understand. Why why don't they when they are in talks, if you will, um, when they're at the table talking about their union benefits and this and that? Why don't they also pencil in? Um, we don't want our money to go to just the Democrats. We don't. We we want to stay out of politics. Why don't they put that in their contracts? Well, the rank and file doesn't really get to write the contract, unfortunately. They uh, they get to vote up or down on the contract negotiated by the union and the employer. And uh, what the union does with the dues money is never really a part of that contract. And even if it was, the rank and file would only get an, a final yes or no on the final contract. Uh, so, yeah, that's well, just that's never crap. really been part of the equation. Yeah, it is crap. That's total <laughs> crap. That's That's like... I don't know. That's like everybody voting they want to have lobster for dinner, and then they get tuna. It's like, stinks being you, you know? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And and people talk about how, well, if they don't, if they were that unhappy, they could elect different union bosses, but it's really not that easy. They don't want to swim with the fishes. Yeah, union elections are nothing like a free democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... <laughs> much more uh, controlled. It's much harder to be a candidate. There's all kinds of retaliation. If you badmouth the existing leadership, uh, there's just, it's it's not a situation where the rank and file has much power. That sounds pretty gangster to me.
No, I'm not saying it is, but that that's that sounds pretty gangster to me. I don't know, but <laughs> I, it was pretty nice, Fain, to just say <laughs> they're not going to vote for Biden. I mean, he 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 said it. Yeah, it's helpful that he admitted it. I'll give him credit <laughs> for that. I guess. <laughs> That's hysterically funny to me. All right, so what do we do with this information? I mean, does does Joe even care? Or does he just care that the bosses are on his side? Well, uh, yeah, he's going to do his best, I'm sure, to uh, to to parlay the bosses being on his side to getting the the rank and file to vote for him as well. But I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of success with that because his policies have not favored uh, the working men, and they never have. Well, if um, you... yeah, the first thing he did, one of the first things he did in office was shut down the Keystone, Keystone Pipeline and uh, eliminate 10,000 union jobs. Mm-hmm. Several of my family members, too. I'm still pissed. All right, so, yeah. you know, if you if you look at the fact that he went to Michigan in the first place, he wouldn't have even gone there. He would have considered it a sure thing, because it is a blue state. I mean, for God, Gretchen, for one thing. But... um you you think about who the senators and the Congress people are from that area, including the anti-Semites and, and the crazy people who who are from that area. But you would think if he knew it was a lock with the UAW bosses that he wouldn't even bother to go to Michigan if he knew he was there. Well, yeah, but Michigan is not a lock. Uh, you know, Trump won Michigan uh, barely in 2016, and Biden won Michigan barely in 2020. It's a close state. And, yeah, they've had a terrible governor for the last eight years, but I really blame a Republican Party uh, uh, failure to nominate a good candidate against her rather than any particular strength that she has as a candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, I think Michigan is very much in play for the next presidential election, and I think we're going to see both Biden and Trump spending a lot of time there. Yeah, well, and I hope I, I hope that Trump does go there, and I hope that the union people come out and they hear what he has to say about he he has nothing nothing against unions. None of us do. If you want to be None a union manager, no, we don't care. We just don't want no. you to put handcuffs on the people who don't want to be part of the union but still want to walk, want a job. I think I'm the Republican candidate. Okay, I've got robotic, Greg, right now. We haven't heard anything you said for the last minute. It kind of cut out. Oh, have you got me now? I do now, yes. There you go. Hey. Back to robot. I hate cell phones. I'm not going to lie. I just hate them. I'm just going to write out and say I hate them because, you know, you'd be in the in the middle of a really good statement and then, yeah, that's what they do. So, yeah, Greg, can you can you try that one more time? Yes. Uh, hoping that Trump and all of the candidates out there recognize the difference between the the, the rank-and-file blue-collar workforce that they want to appeal to and the union bosses that claim to speak for them but really don't, and hoping that Trump and others like him uh, will focus their efforts on the working man rather than trying to curry favor with the union bosses. Yeah, let's do that. But the union vote is important, and, and it, we're not just talking Michigan. That seems to be the focus, I think, because it's going to be a hard-fought state because it's gone back and forth. But, I mean, if you look at Nevada and Pennsylvania and, and, and those places, it's going to be the same kind of fight, right? Uh, very much so. Yeah, the blue-collar vote is critical, and a lot of those folks used to think of the Democrat Party as, like you said, the party of the working men, but mm-hmm. it isn't anymore. It hasn't been in 20 years, uh, and it's important as we reach out to the working man 
that we we do so on about the issues they care about and forced unionism and the union boss agenda are not the issues they care about they care about their jobs they care about the economy they care about inflation they care about their kids education they care about a lot of things mm-hmm. but union power is not one of them right and you know what's funny is because he'll go there touting touting his bidenomics and every one of the people who are listening to him know that they're not better off now than they were four years ago, that things are tight and they're having to not go on those vacations and having to not upgrade that car. They're having to not maybe send the kid to the school of their choice, but rather where they can afford. I mean, they're not stupid. They know Bidenomics is a joke. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's why so many of them are planning not to vote for the man. Okay. So, and where did, I mean, I know you said Sean said this, but where did he say this? Did he say it? Who did he say it to? Do you know? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't. I can look that up and send it to you, uh, Fawn, but I don't I don't recall off the top of my head where that quote came from, except that it was recent. Yeah. He, he, uh, I'm trying to find it myself, but it just says that um, he announced the group's endorsement but he underscored Biden's ties to the working class in advance of his of his visit, saying the UAW knows where we stand, who stands with us. And it's Joe Biden. But a lot of the guys aren't going to be voting for Joe when it comes to Election Day. So it's kind of an oxymoron. I don't even know what else to yeah. say. It's very confusing. Yeah. Well, it, go, it goes to the, it speaks to the disdain that the union leadership has for their rank and file members. They think these guys are idiots that are voting against their own interests. That that would just you, befuddles me. Why anyone would continue to support uh, a union who does that does that? Who treats them that way? Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, it boggles my mind too. You're an insignificant pawn who gives them a check. They care not what you wish. That's pretty much yeah. it. Right to work, Vice President of Legislation, Greg Morad, Biden, and UAW voters. Where do they go to learn more about this, Greg? Uh, you can find us at www.nrtwc.org. That's okay. the initials of National Right to Work Committee. Everybody check it out because not everybody who's in a union is a Democrat. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Have Pleasure a good one. talk with you, Fun. You too. Bye-bye.